What's going on, everyone? My name is Teddy Ragsack, and you're listening to TED Talk Sports. And this episode is brought to you by Grooming by Diane, the best dog grooming services in the San Fernando Valley. What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of TED Talk Sports. And yeah, so we're going to be talking about the Rams' loss to the Green Bay Packers. Well, I guess my Rams' loss to the Green Bay Packers this past weekend in Lambeau. And it's a weird game. It really was because I felt that the way we lost and the way the game played out, it really wasn't. Um, ref- it didn't really reflect how the season was. It was a really, it was a really weird game. So first and foremost, I think that we should just talk about the injuries, right? So you know, we didn't have Cooper Cup. Uh, we didn't have John Wolford, which I'm assuming he would have played normally um, if you know, considering the fact that Jared Goff was hurt. Um, you know, we had uh, Aaron Donald was injured. And look, you know, these are just is untimely injuries. Look, it happens. It's, it's part of football. You know, the Chiefs had Patrick Mahomes injured as well in their game against the Browns. And you, you just can't prepare for things like this. And, you know, look, we've had a history of poorly timed injuries. Look, we went into the Super Bowl 53 without Todd Gurley, without Cooper Cup, and we saw the effects that had on the team. So, look, maybe we're cursed with the injury bug. I don't know. Um, so it was a really weird game. And I think it was a weird game because – I wouldn't put the game necessarily on Jared Goff, but I would put the season overall performance on Jared Goff. And I know it's not going to make a lot of sense, but just let me kind of break this down. So Jared Goff throughout the season was very inconsistent. You know, he forced a ton of throws. He wasn't the most mobile quarterback. Um, But more importantly, what really hindered his abilities to be a franchise quarterback or a great quarterback was his decision making. He just simply couldn't make the right decisions, um, throwing the ball into double, triple coverage. And he was forcing a lot of throws that he, again, really didn't need to make. And it just sort of felt that if Sean McVay didn't tell Jared Goff where to throw the football, that he, Jared Goff, he, we couldn't tr- trust Jared Goff to make the decision on his own. And that's when you're an NFL quarterback, that's a really big issue, right? Now, look, people ask me this all the time. I had tons of conversations about this, and they asked me there. They're like, look, it's, it's evident, right? That It's really evident that Jared Goff isn't the guy. So do you think that the Rams will make a trade uh, to unload him? And to answer that question, uh, no. I, I think, you know, unfortunately, I don't see that as a possibility because I think we would have to incentivize the trade with draft picks. We'd have to throw in a bunch of first-round picks because Jared Goff is under a huge contract for the next three years. Right. And also he's coming. He had he's just had thumb surgery. Um, I mean, you just wouldn't take that. Not for three years of a contract. That's just that's way too much time, way too much money. Um, And, you know, due to all these trades that we made, you know, getting guys like Jalen Ramsey, we just don't have the draft picks um, to to to, you know, entice a team into doing that. So unfortunately, I think we're stuck with Jared Goff for at least the next two seasons and we're just going to have to ride it out. And it doesn't really look like there's going to be any free agents. We can so let me, okay. So we can't obviously we know that we can't trade Jared Goff for at least another two years, right? Um, but there's also not too many free agents that are are going to be better, right? I mean, what are we going to get like like Joe Flacco or someone like that? I mean, I just I just don't see anyone being a, a huge improvement, um, which is saying something because Jared Goff hasn't been the most adequate quarterback as of lately. Now I do want to mention this, right? As inconsistent as Jared Goff has been, um, 
you know, I have to give him props, right? I mean, I think his performance in this year's playoffs was super gutsy. He showed a lot of grit. We got to give it to him. You know, he breaks his thumb week week 16 um, against Seattle. He had surgery a few days later. And then 11 days, I think, after the surgery, he has to come in last minute as an emergency quarterback against Seattle again on the road with staples in his thumb. And he leads the team to victory. I mean, as much as... I uh, dislike Jared Goff. You know, I have to say this was an extremely, extremely gutsy performance. I give him props. And then um, he comes in the next week. You know, clearly his thumb was is not feeling good and is still probably broken. I don't know if there's still staples in it. Couldn't really tell because he had a glove on. And he comes into Green Bay and he, he kept us in it for a bit. You know, he didn't make it. He didn't have any turnovers. I mean, he didn't really do anything exceptional. But, you know, he had a touchdown pass. But he... He kept us in it. Um, so I, you know, I give him props for that. It was an extremely gutsy performance, but it, it's it's just really interesting. You know, it's just really interesting because you watch Jared Goff and you can just tell that there's there's he's levels above great quarterbacks, right? I mean, by great quarterbacks like Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, uh, which I guess this last weekend wasn't a good example of Drew Brees, but um, you know, the quarterbacks like that, you know, he. In my opinion, Jared Goff, he just doesn't seem to elevate the players around him. You know, you take a guy like Tom Brady, and Tom Brady is someone that had Julian Edelman, and he had these um, these other smaller wide receivers that may not have been as big on other teams, but since Brady was so good, and he's getting the ball in the right spots, he's making the right reads, and um, he just understands where they're going to be, and he has the timing down, that he's able to use all these things and make the, the weapons he has around him just that much better. And unfortunately, look, Jared Goff has a good. He has a lot of weapons. He has a, he has a lot of weapons. He has Cam Akers. Um, he has Tyler Higby, Robert Woods, uh, Cooper Cup when he's healthy. And you have Josh Reynolds. I mean, these are all capable and good wide receivers. And he just isn't able to make it work with them. Now, like, and I wanted to clarify something too. I do not believe that this pass loss against the Green Bay Packers was Jared Goff's fault. Now, the reason why the Rams lost, which I don't know what anyone's like, people like to use Jared Goff as a scapegoat. And I like to use Jared Goff as a scapegoat too, don't get me wrong. But this past loss, was again, was not on Jared Goff. The reason why the Rams lost was due to their defense. I mean, look, the Packers were scoring at will and the whole strength of the Rams team wasn't in Jared Goff. And we know that. The whole strength in our team was in our defense, right? We have the number one defense in the league and look, I mean, they, they didn't perform well. They really didn't perform well. I think like the Packers had a combined like 200 yards rushing. Um, they only forced them to punt like two times. It seemed like Aaron Rodgers was just sitting pretty in the pocket. Um, now, look, if you want to speculate that maybe Aaron Donald's injury might have changed the outcome, you could. I mean, that's a that's a viable argument. Uh, but personally, I don't really think it would have changed the overall outcome of the game. I mean, yes, I think it was clear that, you know, uh, Donald wasn't, anywhere close to healthy. I mean, they were getting away with having their backup guard block him one-on-one, -on -one, and that never happens, right? I've like, been watching Aaron Donald for the past five years, and I've never seen someone do that to him. And this year, too. It wasn't like maybe he slowed down because of age or anything like that. So it just seemed like he, he wasn't really healthy. And, you know, you, when you don't have someone like Aaron Donald, it's going to have a huge impact on the defense. And so that, that probably, to me, might explain why they were able to um, run the football so effectively but still though you know it doesn't explain why our secondary was getting cooked I mean everyone was just so it just felt like everyone on Green Bay was just so wide open 
Um, and it didn't really feel like we had an advantage there. It felt like everyone on our defense was just like a step slower than than the Packers, and it just it just wasn't a good game for our defense. Um, and I think that look, if Aaron Donald's healthy, I think it's a, I think it could be a closer game. Um, but I it just does it. The overall performance from the defense just didn't show me enough to where I personally would think that we would uh, we would have won the game overall. Um, look. As look, we just have to address the fact that look, I think the Packers are just a better team. They're they were just they're just a better team. When you have an elite talent like Aaron Rodgers, it just it changes everything, right? I mean, it, 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 there's only so much we really could have done there. Um, and look, I'm, I'm really I'm really proud of the Rams for getting as far as they did. And I know it's kind of you know a, a soft approach to, to looking at it from a fan's perspective. Um, but look, that that's just kind of the reality of it. Look, they were a better team. I think we just got beat, and the Packers. And there's just you know they they were good and there's just no other way around it. Um, I'm really excited for. I'm really excited to watch the Packers play uh, the Bucks. I think that's going to be really good, especially because someone like Tom Brady has been used to playing in the cold because he played in uh, Foxborough. So I think that that's going to be so he's not going to be affected by that. I don't think they're going to have as much of an advantage over there. Um, so that's going to be really really good. And both these both these games. I mean, you took two of the best teams. Um, in the league and you from east i'm sorry from, from east conference and they're playing against each other and look i'll do a quick prediction i'll do a quick prediction um i'm gonna go with the packers and then i'm gonna go with the chiefs now i think the chiefs again if I, i'm assuming patrick mahomes is going to be healthy by sunday but i mean josh allen's fun the bills are a really fun team they are a super super fun team but i don't you just you you just can't outduel Patrick Mahomes at this point. You just you really can't. He's just he's so good, and you you can't guard people like Tyreek Hill, um, Travis Kelsey, and his skill position players. Like I said, are just insane. Um, and both of these, but I will say this though, I think the Bills have a sharper defense. But against but against someone like Patrick Mahomes, what does that even mean, right? Like what what does that even really mean? So. Um, yeah, I think I think it's going to be a good game. And, and again, the Bills are a really fun team, but I just I don't see Josh Allen um, outdueling Patrick Mahomes, and it's just it's just plain and simple. Now, one one interesting thing before I wrap up this episode is it's sort of like the, the, I have this weird feeling, right? So after the Rams lost, it was weird. Like I I, w- I was kind of upset about it, but the the feeling felt so foreign to me, and it, it's just because I think as LA sports fans, we're so spoiled. We've been so spoiled with the Dodgers winning and um, like the Lakers winning, and all of our teams doing so well that I almost, <laughs> as crazy as it sounds, it's, I feel like I almost forgot what it what it felt like to lose because we just had this big long period of championships, um, and it almost felt like surreal, like like losing. And look for all the NFL fans out there that you know are sad that their teams lose or sports fans in general that are sad that their teams lose um you, you should you should be thankful you should be grateful and what i mean by that is it, it's a it's a luxury and it, it's really nice for that period of time because at first you know for the first couple hours i was really upset I'm like oh the rams lost they should have won it was so embarrassing da, 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 da. then i kind of reflected on it and i thought about it and i was just thinking that oh there are my dogs <laughs> but I, I was reflecting on the loss and i was thinking it's nice for 
those couple hours or those few hours or maybe it's days, however long you're upset about you know the, the, your team losing, it's nice to, to focus on that instead of what's going on in the outside world, you know, and it, it's almost like a relief. It, it's nice to be mad at Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers than than to than to be upset with all of the the political unrest and all of the you know the, the the pandemic and everything like that. So it was nice to just have my mind focused on that, right? For those few hours, it felt you know the Green Bay Packers were the enemy. That that's what it felt like, and it was nice to not have all this stuff going on at once. So it's it that's just one perspective, one one way to kind of look at it. Um, and that sort of helped me. And I think that a lot of people, if you look at sports, especially during the pandemic like that, I, I think I think that, that that would help. And I think it'd make you feel a little bit more grateful. And um, it, that's really what it is. You know, so stay safe out there, guys. Things are getting crazy. Um, but hopefully um, these playoff games are going to be crazier. Hopefully they'll be really good. And we'll have a, maybe another episode talking about that. But anyways, guys, thank you so much for listening. Um, this has been another episode of TED Talk Sports.